Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. Live via Zoom, this is Emily. And this is Rachel. It is already time for our November K-pop roundup. Cue the intro music. It's the K-pop roundup. God, the time. This whole year has been going so fast and yet so slow. (laughs) I know, I'm like, how is it already December? (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. I feel like April lasted for six months, and then the rest of the months lasted for about two weeks. Yeah, that's definitely how it's felt. And, um, yeah, speaking of December 1st, this date always reminds me of well, it won't be December 1st when this is out, but yesterday was December 1st for us. <laughs> and it always reminds me of Advent calendars. Yeah. Now, I know that you're Jewish, so I don't know if you if you experienced an Advent calendar very Not often. Really. I know what they are. I've never had one or experienced one. During Hanukkah, we had like this plush menorah Velcro thing that you would put on each candle for each night, but that's not really an advent calendar. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have the same je ne sais quoi. Um, <laughs> There's no candy. There's no candy. Okay, okay, but here, here is my sassy-ass opinion. I've been seeing in these fucking stores, like Michael's, Joann's, Home Goods, you name it, these fucking bullshit advent calendars that are just a month, like, on wood with, like, a little magnet that you move from day to day. And I'm just like, okay. that's not a fucking advent calendar. Where is the candy? You're just <laughs> marking the days. What bullshit is that? Where's the that's door? That's a calendar. Where's the flap with the candy? The whole point of an advent calendar is little candies, little gifts. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. Just another thing that diet culture has co-opted from us. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, at Aldi, I saw a wine advent calendar, a cheese advent calendar, a sparkling water advent calendar, a beer advent calendar. So Aldi is your place to go for food-related calendars. I'm really into that, honestly, as an adult option. Very nice. I mean, who doesn't love tiny little bottles of liquor? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) This, uh, this... This podcast is about K-pop, right? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Let, let's do that right now. Let's get into the K-pop roundup for November. Our number 10 song on our list is Luna's Star. I gave it an 8. I also gave it an 8. They said champagne chiffon dresses (laughs) with this. The chorus of this is very 80s. But again, like I'll show you from KDA, the verses don't really sound as 80s-ish. I was hoping that the 80s vibe would be carried throughout the whole song. You know, you can't just do a little. You gotta go like full 80s. Yeah, I th- I feel like a lot of artists are writing that like retro but not retro musical influence this month. Yeah. So the styling for this video is also just vaguely 80s. You know, you don't see any crimped hair or anything like that. Yeah, nothing, nothing like extreme. a true period. Yeah. But <laughs> oh, they're wearing like these ugly ass biker boots. They look so bad. 
Those are 90s, too. The, the biker boots in a dress, that's 90s, and they are so ugly. They looked like docks to me. I thought they looked okay. I thought they looked ugly with what they were wearing. <laughs> that's just me. So this is, like, a very chill song, and it is nothing like what Luna had been releasing for, what, the past year? Nothing yeah. like that at all. I found the video incredibly boring because they have done so much better. Just, even just dancing in places, they've done better. Yeah. The song is good, though. I did like the song. And the choreography is cute. And it had a bunch of, like, different levels, which I did like. And my lizard brain liked. But the video was so boring. Yeah, I think a lot of artists are struggling with not doing a box set, but being really limited to box sets. I personally thought they did a decent job of keeping us visually interested despite the box sets by including a lot of dancing scenes, but I almost feel like they should have just called it, like, choreography video or something like that instead. Performance video. <laughs> yeah, our performance video. I agree with you, Emily, in that there's definitely vintage music influence in this song. I couldn't quite pinpoint an era, but 80s makes sense. I feel like the song is just vaguely... 80s like yeah <laughs> vaguely sometime in the past yeah it does have a heavy beat in the background which helps make the song better and it does have a good build up to the chorus i also liked the lyrics so close to perfect it hurts to throw it away which they said in english so th i don't think there were translations at the bottom so i was just going off with what, what i was hearing overall to me, it felt like dreamy 80s vibes, and I vibed with it, so I liked it. <laughs> but it's not my favorite song from Luna, so. Yeah. Our number nine song is by Monsta X. It is Love Killa. They just love putting A's on the end of things, huh? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it an eight. I also gave it an eight. So right off the bat, you get some plot in this video. There is a robbery, people are wearing pinstripe suits, and you just get a mafia vibe, a very heavy mafia vibe. Yeah. And then there's like a dude in a suicide squad jail cell, which is to me a, a jail cell that is alone by itself in a square. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I was very confused as to why he was in jail. I guess he got caught for the robbery, but it was only him in this, like, void. <laughs> like, Yeah. There are captions when English is spoken in this song, but the captions are in English. Like, you and me both can speak English and understand what they're saying. I guess, wh why is there embedded captions only for the English lyrics and then they're in English? Shouldn't they be in, like, Hongol? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm... <laughs> Someone fucked up with that, I think. <laughs> Maybe it's just supposed to be artsy, but I... But the nonsensicalness of it, like, bugged me. <laughs> it defeats the purpose, yeah. At one point, they're all wearing these very, very bright red suits, and I loved it. They looked very good in these, like, cherry red suits. Yeah. And, like, would it be a boy group music video if there wasn't some guys driving... In a car? Looking cool? No. no. <laughs> I feel like there's always at least two guys in a car looking cool. <laughs> yeah. Overall, pretty cool vibes for the, 
for the video. And the song. Yeah. I would say that the chorus is the best part of this song. To me, I thought the sets were a little boring, but I thought they were doing the best they could with, with what they had to work with. And I think that the, like, thief slash bad boy slash murderer, question mark, <laughs> aesthetic <laughs> is new and interesting. Like, one of the guys they made up to look really, like, a crazy gangster. Oh, yeah. No, you can tell who it's supposed to be. They give him, like, this shag haircut that all, yeah. like, Yakuza-looking dudes have. <laughs> it's like the mullet shag thing. Yeah, if he was an anime character, you would see him constantly with, like, a big wide-open smile and a tongue that's too long sticking out of the side of his mouth. Or, like, a toothpick. Or, like, a toothpick, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. Our number eight song is by Momoland. They released Ready or Not. I gave it an eight. I gave it a nine. This is another retro pop song, and this one reminded me of Crayon Pop in particular. The color palette for this is very pastel, yet it's very bright. So it's pastel, but bright and colorful. It's not something I would have expected for a late fall release. This is more like a spring, early summer release to me, but I don't know. The chorus is mainly instrumental, but this chorus pops off. <laughs> the, uh, the chorus is like the strongest part of the song by far. It is. The styling in this is pretty forgettable, except that one girl with the pink mini skirt with the devil embroidered on it. That was cunt. That looked <laughs> so cute. Everything else I didn't remember. At least like the girls looked like they were having fun in this. There's not really much of a plot for the video. They dance and hang out on a bunch of sets. And then at the end, though, I did like the bounce house. They were just jumping in a bounce house, which I was like, that's fun. That sounds fun, yeah. So I really liked the... You thought the style was forgettable, but I really liked it. <laughs> um, to me, it seemed like an early thousands, like, ultra bratty pastel vibes. Like, okay, I don't even when know you how say to bratty, it. that yes. Yeah, it's coming back to me now, yeah. Yeah, like pink faux fur and lollipops and like pink glasses. And it's stuff it's like mean that. girls. Yeah, it's like mean girls. Thank you. <laughs> it really reminded me of that and I thought it was pretty cute. Nice throwback. However, what was so weird for me, I just felt like the music video and the dancing were like out of pace with the song. Like it was very subdued for like the intensity of the song, in my opinion. And it honestly was so awkward, it kind of took me out of the music video altogether, and I just preferred to listen to it without watching the music video. That was probably the main reason why I gave it a 9 instead of a 10, because I liked the look of the video, it's just the pacing was so slow mm -hmm. compared to the song, which is like pretty fast and pretty in your face. I love when they say, gonna get you, get you with the pow, 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 as they like lead up to the chorus. I think it's a really good hook. It's a really solid song from Momoland, in my opinion, but honestly, I think you could probably skip the video. Yeah, my opinion, exactly. Our number seven song is NCTU's 90s Love. I gave it a nine. I gave it an eight. Oh, 
Immediately, you can tell the song is inspired by 90s R&B and New Jack Swing. I am very excited about this video because it had a very solid concept. NCT is a hockey team in the 90s. <laughs> that is the concept. And I was like, great. I think, personally, I think I just like sports themes because it's simple, yet everyone knows what it's about. And mm -hmm. it's, you know. I think I just like that. That might make me uh, biased to this music video. They all had custom uniforms. I was not expecting the 3D mascot dancing, which was which looked like PS1 graphics, which yeah. <laughs> I thought was funny, but it totally caught me off guard, and I just laughed for like two minutes straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had to like pause the video and just crack up. NCTU... Their team is the dinosaurs, and at one point they have, like, a bunch of people in the background wearing those blow-up dinosaur suits. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. The styling in this, I feel like, is more 90s-inspired than actual 90s, but they get it pretty close. It's just too polished to be actual 90s. It needs <laughs> to be uglier. Yeah, way uglier. There were some good harmonies in this. And I can definitely see people getting down in the club to this. This is a definite, like, jam. And, of course, 10 is looking like a snack. <laughs> I wrote that sure. down specifically. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> My notes are all caps HOCKEY. <laughs> that's uh, it. First, that's the video. <laughs> that's the video. For a second, when I first started watching this video, I thought the mascot was a gator. And I almost <laughs> lost my fucking mind. But it's a green dinosaur. Um, <laughs> for a song of this name, they definitely hid the 90s motif in their clothing. But I'd still say, like, Emily, it's a bit modernized. It's not as ugly as true 90s would be. It needs to be a little bit uglier. Yeah. <laughs> I really did enjoy the 90s musical elements of the song, combined with, like, the more hardcore, what I'm calling rap beats, I guess, that are more reminiscent of today's music. And I just gotta say that I already miss Mark's pink hair. That was heavy on my heart when I saw the promo shots for this and he did not have pink hair. I know. R.I.P. An era is gone. <laughs> Too soon. Too, Too soon. soon. I really hope he gets to have pink hair again soon. Yeah. And that the bleach didn't completely destroy his hair. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe get him a wig. <laughs> yeah, a wig. We can compromise. Our number six song is by Aspa. They released Black Mamba. I gave it a nine. And I gave it an eight. So this is a brand new group from SM Entertainment. This is their debut single. The chorus of this song has been stuck in my head for like a week. So just, I'll be washing dishes and I'll be like, da, 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 ma, 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 ma. <laughs> Yeah. The music video is very colorful, like almost black light in its neonness. Mm -hmm. And it looks like 
the Pandora area of Animal Kingdom, which is like the <laughs> Avatar world, mm-hmm. plus e-girl hacker space. Definitely hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Uh, the choreography for this has insane floor work. And the camera does an amazing job of following it and creating this flow in the visuals. The choreography is very snake-like, mm-hmm. obviously with a song called Black Mamba. But in the chorus, when they hit you know, the main part of the chorus, they drop to the goddamn ground. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, oh, <laughs> it is not easy choreography. If you have bad knees, you can't do this. My kneecap would straight up just fly off. <laughs> 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 Goodbye, Patella. It was nice knowing you. <laughs> At one point in the music video, you get a break where you see two of the girls go full evil queen. I thought that was super cool and more appropriate to a Black Mamba theme. I, that's mm. what I was expecting when I hear, like, Black Mamba, yeah. that they're going to be snaky, evil, venomous queens. But it was more like Blacklight Mini Golf. <laughs> yeah. E-girl. <laughs> I don't know. SM, you really need to call us on the concepts. (laughs) Keep it to one. One concept. (laughs) So the way that this group is being marketed by SM is that each of the girls has an AI version of themselves. So like a Hatsune Miku version of each of them. And they're in the video, but so briefly. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so what's the point of them having these virtual alter egos? Like... Right. Why? <laughs> What's going on? They were only in there for like less than 10 seconds. I really want to know what the fuck is going on with this. I am just confused with that for their concept. The end of the music video has some humanoid creature rising up from Black Sludge and it's like glitching the Matrix out. So maybe in their next video, you'll see the virtual world them. I don't know. I was hoping for some answers because... Of course, their marketing is, like, indecipherable, yeah. you know? It's just very vague. So I thought this was, like, kind of a 90s aesthetic, but looking back on it, I don't think that was quite right. But I did like the aesthetic of the video right off the bat and their interesting dance moves. The chorus is really infectious. I'm not surprised it's stuck in Emily's head, and I'm sure if I listened to it again, it would get stuck in my head. But the verses... Yeah, <laughs> it's, it is really, like, earwormy. And I thought the verses held up nicely with a heavy beat as well. Clearly, to me, a lot of money was spent on this video between the intricate sets and the CGI Black Mamba and the girls. And just a note, this is this group's debut single, and I think it's a very strong start for them. However, I wish they would have just built upon the members' characters a bit more, like Emily was saying. And at the end of the music video, I'm still not sure if they are the Black Mamba or if they are scared of the Black Mamba. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a really strong debut, and I would expect nothing less. It's SM Entertainment. They haven't really debuted a new girl group since Red Velvet years ago. Right. So these girls have been training, I think, for like five or six years for this moment. And I thought they did really good. Yeah, I'm totally excited to see more of them. I love the aesthetic. The song I felt was good, a good start. So I can't wait to see and hear more from them. Yes. Our number five song is by G Friend. They released Mago. I gave it an eight. I gave it a nine. My love is 
my notes just say retro. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> you think there's a theme going on the past two months? Jesus, with the I retro? know. They're gonna, they're gonna like kill it. I just feel it. We're gonna be so yeah. tired of retro by like January. The music video opens with a girl walking into the club and doing a costume reveal from day to night, pretty much. She's in a sequined gown at the end of it. The chorus sounds 80s to me, but the styling is more disco. Yeah. So not sure what is going on in terms of when this is supposed to be. 80s is disco. I think of 70s as disco. Oh, maybe maybe both, like late 70s early 80s sure i'm not gonna defend them i was not part of this creative team so continue (laughs) one girl is feeling her oats on a stripper pole Mm. and i was like go off sis she was really feeling it the outfits with the matching hats and the mini skirts were so cunt Mm -hmm. those looked 60s so i'm like what is going on what are you trying to reference? Yeah. But it, it it but it all looked good. I'm really feeling also this one girl posing on top of a giant disco ball like Miley Cyrus in Wrecking Ball. Yes. Yes, that was I was cool. really into that. This is a pretty chill, almost subdued song. Mm-hmm. I really haven't heard much from G Friend in a while. I'm not sure when the last time they released a song, but the views on this music video are insane. Like, G-Friend has some very rabid fans. (laughs) Yes, feral. Feral fans. So, to me, the most standout thing about this music video is that I thought it did modernized retro really, really well. From the sets to the outfits themselves. I did not see an outfit that I did not like, and the sparkle that they had was very glamorous and not gaudy, as can often be the case, I think, with some Mm -hmm. K-pop videos. The song itself is also pretty retro sounding and is definitely more of a mid-tempo song. However, I think it sounds really good and it does hold your attention. I also, like Emily, really liked the addition of one of the members pole dancing. It's not an easy thing to do. And I thought she looked amazing on the pole. And I don't think it was like overly sexualized or anything. It was very sultry. She was wearing not revealing clothing either. Yeah, she was wearing like hot pants and like a long line crop top and boots. Yeah. The song is basically about living your life and doing what you want despite others' opinions of you. And I thought that was a good message. So all around, pretty good. Yay, G friend. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Our number four song is by Secret Number. It is Got That Boom. I gave it a nine. I also gave it a nine. So this is a rookie group. This is their second single. And then I wrote down new trend, blacklight makeup, question mark? I think so. It's like retro inspired music. And then at the very opposite end of the spectrum, e-girl blacklight stuff. (laughs) Yeah. This is like neon makeup. Yeah. Especially around the eyes. I can definitely see this makeup trend going on for a little bit longer. So watch out. I'm calling it right now. It's a trend. The girls are dancing in basically a light room 
There's not any plot, but the song is a certified bop. The chorus is an earworm. I thought most of the clothes that they wore were ugly. <laughs> there was too much chunky sequence. It, it it wasn't my style. The makeup is good. And there's a breakdown in this song where you can really pop your pussy. <laughs> Truth. This was cute and a really strong sophomore single for the rookie group. I agree. I thought that the music video had a lot going on visually. So much so that it was hard to focus, though. Like, they had so many effects of, like, blurring it. I was like, are my eyes going bad? Or <laughs> what's going on? Am I having a stroke? Like, it, it was a bit much for me. And I also, like Emily, thought most of the outfits were ugly as hell as well. And, however, I did really like the Agio weapons that they had. I always think those are cute. Like, a pink Nerf gun. Like, adorable. Yeah. Um, the music, though, is killer, so if you don't watch the music video, just listen to the song. When they say, give me that, give me, give me that dough, it's like, ah, oh, yes. Amazing. Tic-tac-toe. It yeah. will be stuck in your head forever. <laughs> the song also does this really cool transition from, like, a dance beat to a more of a, like, in-your-face hip-hop vibe, and it goes even deeper into that in the breakdown. So it's... A really energetic song, very easy to listen to. I could definitely see this being played in a club, and I'm very excited for more from Secret Number, because I'm pretty sure we fucking love their first single, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, crap, what was it? It was, uh, oh, their first single was Who Dis? Yeah. That's a good song, too. Exactly. So, ready for more Secret Number. Yes. Our number three song is by AB6. They released Salute. I gave it a nine. I also gave it a nine. Come and get me, come and get it. Come and get me, come and get it. Come and get me, come and get it. Said Yaz marching band epicness. <laughs> That's such a second gen thing. It's like the heavy marching band beat. Yes. I'm also, like, really digging the fencing theme, which goes back to me liking the sports themes. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Maybe I just like the sports themes. They also seem to have matador outfits. That's what they look like. Sure. I don't know if that's <laughs> what they're supposed to be. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. The song has a strong build to the chorus, but the chorus slows things down just a little, but it doesn't lose any momentum, mm -hmm. just tempo. I really liked when two of the boys were holding drumsticks at each other, yeah. like they were going to beat the crap out of each other. <laughs> yep. And also, one of them was wearing this harness corset thing. Mm -hmm. Work, bitch. That was super cunt. Oh, I'm so like, glad I missed that. <laughs> oh, you got to go back and watch it. Keep your eyes peeled for that. It is pretty sexy. Also, I liked the reveal at the end where... He's fencing a robot. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's so cool and futuristic. Mm -hmm. I really liked that. The choreo for this is very sharp. It's very strong. Almost reminiscent of Step. Yes. Which links back to the marching band. Yes, for sure. The marching band uniforms for me were a hard yes. An <laughs> ear cuff, also a hard yes. And a strong, healthy bass is all I'm asking for. And they delivered. I thought also the transitions in and out of their raps were 
easy. Thank fucking God. And I love in the chorus when they say, only yes allowed in here, salute. <laughs> and I was like, damn, okay. Um, I thought the chorus was really strong, but it didn't go too hard as some choruses can do. And again, I think it meshed well with the song. Lots of cohesion synergy <laughs> in this song. I also thought the styling of the boys was really, really good overall. Even out of uniform and in their more casual outfits, nobody looked weird. So very grateful for that. Our number two song is by Chung Ha. She released Dream of You with Rehab. That's an artist. I gave it a nine. I gave it a ten. On review, I think I would also bump this up to a 10. This is a fucking banger. Like, yeah. <laughs> knee pads and a bodycon dress. Chung Ha said, I can make it work. Miss Chung Ha said, modern dance. She said she wanted her gaze back, and they came back, and it was great. They're doing really fun and sexy choreography. This is a performance video, so it's strictly dancing. And I really liked it. The dancing is very dynamic. I really, really liked one of the lyrics, which were, I got whiskey, I got gin and lingerie. I'm like, Miss Chung Ha. I know, right? <laughs> Her English is impeccable. This song is entirely in English. And it's just so fun. You will dance to it. You will feel your oats. Like, you will have relevations about your love life. This song is everything. Please... Please, please have her gaze as her backup dancers in every video from now on. These dancers are so good. Yeah. You can tell that they have experience voguing because their arm movements are so flowy. She ends it in a pinstripe suit, and I got Boa plus Michael Jackson vibes. Yes, definitely. I thought every single one of her outfits were so cunt. <laughs> The pale oh pink bustier with high-waisted pink suit, suspenders, and a fucking hat. Like, get the fuck out of here. That was so good. Um, and the hat choreography. Yes. Choreography with the hat. Yes. <laughs> Not just a prop that doesn't do anything. We see you wallet chains. <laughs> Bucket hats. <laughs> this song is all in English, and I think, personally, it has the strong ability to be extremely popular in the States. Oh, yeah. If it gets on the radio. It really just gives me, like, Ariana Grande vibes. And she was giving me those vibes in her outfits as well when she was wearing a sparkly one piece and she had a high pony. Hashtag high pony. <laughs> <laughs> this song, I say in my notes, is hot fire and super catchy. And the only thing I wasn't thrilled with was her hair with the bleached ends. I didn't think that looked particularly nice. I thought it looks kind of tired and dated, but the rest of the video, amazing. The song, amazing. I will definitely be listening to it a bunch. Mm -hmm. Our number one song for the month of November is Taman's Idea. I gave it a 10. I also gave it a 10. Taman just does 
doesn't fucking give anyone a second to breathe in this music video. He is just stomping on your neck. <laughs> like, like, this whole video is a serve. It is. He's rocking a pink crushed velvet blinged out jacket and biker boots. Everything has like a dark, sexy vibe. And only Taemin could pull off a turtleneck crop top. Uh, he looks so fucking good in that crop top too. Like so hot I know. jesus christ <laughs> the choreography is amazing it's innovative he's like literally a force of nature there's fire lightning wind he is the avatar <laughs> and yeah it's very epic and it's Taman. you expect the choreography to be amazing and i feel like he never disappoints on that front ever, ever. i would really like to see him be a choreographer and to choreograph other SM groups, I would really like to see that. They should have some sort of reality show with that. SM, call me. Right? Uh, he's wildly talented, and if SM doesn't use him for everything he's worth, which they do to a bad extent, but anyways, he not just has so many areas where he does so well, like, it would be stupid for them not to capitalize on that, in my opinion. But in this song, Taemin pulls the rug out from under you. It really starts relatively chill almost like an R&B song. And then suddenly it slaps you across the face with this heavy, dramatic beat and a much, much harder sound. Mm. It's so good. And then the song like expertly dances between those two sounds for a fucking awesome end product. It doesn't feel disjointed and it really executes the kind of like duality theme I think they were going for in this video really well. Taemin looks so Good. Cannot stress that enough in this music video. You have to watch it. I love his crop shirt and the juxtaposition of like this good boy, bad boy, angel, devil. That's what I was getting anyways from it that he seemed to be yeah. going for. Yin and yang. And I think at the very end of the video, he actually ascends. <laughs> so <laughs> what more can I say? <laughs> watch your Lord and Savior, Taemin. In Taemin, we trust. In Taemin, we do trust. And... <laughs> WWTD, what would Taman do? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we love you, Taman. Like like I said, this is a fucking serve. You have to watch this music video. If you're if you're only gonna watch one video from the ten that we talked about, you have to watch this one. Yes, please do. Let's finish up the roundup with our honorable mentions. So my honorable mention is by Zaya Junsu. It is Pitapat. I gave it an eight. And I gave it a six. So this is a very upbeat electronic song. So you know I liked it. Like, you know I liked it. The music video has some interesting lighting elements. And the chorus is a bop. And it reminds me of second gen K-pop, which Zaya is second gen. So it was kind of playing into everything I liked. So my honorable mention for this month was Hyolin's Spell, and I gave it an 8. I gave it a 6. So for this one, if you like Teen Top or Neil from Teen Top, you will enjoy the music video as it's basically just him being sexy in various locations with various women. Ooh. And I think the spell is supposed to be Lust or maybe alcohol upon second watch. Hyolin plays much less of a role in the music video, but I still really like this song. 
It's definitely a melodic, sexy, sultry song that would be good to seduce to, question mark, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I liked it. And we had some other honorable mentions that we'll just name because they were all the same score. So we have Dreamcatchers No More, which is like more metal than what they've ever released before. So check that out if you like harder stuff. Purple Kiss released My Heart Skips a Beat. And their video, they had really good choreo. So if you like that, check that out. Then there is a debut group called Enhypen. And they released a song called Give and Taken. And that's a pretty good song. If you want to check out a new boy group, check them out. Yes, I agree. Let's finish out this episode with our weekly K-pop recommendations. I'm going to recommend Secret Numbers, Got That Boom. I'm going to recommend Chung Ha's Dream of You. Thank you guys so much for listening to the November K-pop roundup. You can find this podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Instagram, also at soulmatespodcast. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. Check out some of our videos on YouTube, also at soulmatespodcast. You can listen to this show on pretty much any platform where podcasts are found iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify, wherever you're listening right now, make sure that you follow, subscribe, do whatever you have to do, because we release episodes every Friday. Next Friday, we will get you guys with a mini-sode all about cheese. Cheese! I think you guys (laughs) will like that, especially if you like food like we do. So we'll see you next Friday. Bye! Bye!